<clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week, uh, well, today, uh, I will be covering everything I watched this month uh, for June edition. So, I, um, <clears throat> sorry, so I think I watched about 26 films, I think it was, on my last count. So, I'm just gonna, yeah, just go through every film I watched this month. And my quick in-depth thoughts and everything. And yeah. So uh, the first film I watched, I watched Cars 3 uh, at the beginning of this month and at June the 2nd. I never seen Cars 3. It was one of a handful of Pixar films I had yet to see. I was just doing it for my massive Pixar rewatch, which I concluded uh, the, earlier this uh, halfway through this month, just before Luca came out, but we'll get into that later. Uh, and I thought it was a of enjoyable film it wasn't anything spectacular but it was not you know bad it was better than i expected i guess it was uh it was it was a love letter i guess it, it was a love letter to the films you know and if um you know it was made it was almost like it was made for people who you know fans of the franchise, it, it that's all it seemed to be made for, which I respect that they were like, you know, this is just made for the people who like these movies and come to see these movies. And, you know, full respect for that. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Uh, they're sort of very middle of the road, to be honest. Next, uh, I rewatched Coco, which is my favorite Pixar film, and that has not changed. Um, yeah, it's my favorite Pixar film at the beginning of this. Rewatch and my mind did not change, and it is still up the top of the list. It uh, it's just so good. I think the the music is fantastic. I think it's one of Pixar's most beautiful looking films. I really like Miguel as a character, the lead character. I think Gael Garcia Bernal as um Hector is very good, and I just think it's a state uh, a really enjoyable film that I had a lot of fun with, and I absolutely love and the ending gets me everything i mean it's one of the most beautiful endings to a film i've ever seen not just like animated pixar no, it's like in general one of the most beautiful scenes one of the endings to a film ever and it gets me every time and i absolutely love this film it's just pure perfection film it's just love it Good, and I was very worried that on the this most recent rewatch that I was um not going to enjoy it as much as I did anymore. I thought maybe oh, I had built it up too much in my mind and I had left a bit of a gap and I had remembered. No, it's fantastic. Love it. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it again because it's you should go watch it. And if you don't know if you, and if you're not so sure, maybe just watch it again just to see if just maybe it might connect to you more. Um, next, we've got, um, uh, Incredibles 2, which is the final Pixar film that I hadn't seen, old Pixar that I hadn't seen, um, and, yeah, it was, it was very interesting because I'd, I'd never seen, I hadn't seen Incredibles 2, um, even when it came out, I planned to see it come out, I planned to see it when it came out, but I had heard the mediocre middling reviews of it. And um, 
I just was like, oh, well, I just don't really, really want to see it because it's kind of like not as good as everyone everyone hoped it would be. And so I did, and, and I watched it, and, you know, I, I was a tad disappointed, but I had already heard, you know, that wasn't that great, and I sort of knew, like, the um, there's a there's a big twist, there's a twist reveal in it. And I, um, I'd heard about it before, but I feel like it's kind of obvious. Uh, I think that like it, it's not banned; it's it's very enjoyable. I think I put it as like it's like mid tier Pixar. Like, um, so so I'm definitely gonna just um, yeah, I should be all right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 sort of middling, sort of near the middle. And um, I did post, I did upload my full Pixar ranking, which you can find at my letterbox account at William F. Just go there and you'll be able to find a list of uh, every Pixar film ranked. And yeah, it just was disappointing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as some people said it was, which was good. I was very grateful that it wasn't as bad as everyone thought it was. Um, so... But a uh, a very enjoyable film and um, you know quite a bit of fun as well. <clears throat> um, next is the Mortal Kombat film that came out earlier this year, uh, and as I'm sure you can tell, I'm moving through these pretty fast because sometimes the videos can go like way too long, and I just kind of want to like get through them fast because I sort of feel that like um, like I'm I'm just I'm just moving through it fast, so you know. Because these, I don't want these videos to go for you know more than half an hour, realistically. Uh, but I did watch a lot of films this month. I guess we'll just see how it goes. Um, so yeah, I watched the Mortal Kombat film that came out earlier this year, and I felt and I thought it was a relatively enjoyable film. Nothing amazing, but beyond that, I thought it was quite all right. It's um. Had some really enjoyable, fun stuff in it. The guy playing Kano, I thought, was fantastic. I thought he was really funny, really entertaining. Probably my favorite character of the film. I, I the fight choreography and the fight scenes were very well shot and very well done, um, which is good. I also think that the uh, that I appreciated that they went for like the violence and willingly. That they wanted to go into the violence and be like, this is like, you know, they do it. They do it. And I thought it was a very enjoyable time, a very, it's really a film I'd watch, you know, multiple times, you know, over and over again, even if it's not especially great. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone said it was, but I thought it was like enjoyable. I, I, I didn't really care for the main character. I thought it was kind of weird. Like, why not just have like Liu Kang or Johnny Cage or one of those people be the main character? that's you know what they do instead of just creating this brand new character there's, there's almost so many characters in it as well you know there's you, you know Liu Kang, Raiden, um, Kong Lao, Kato, Sonya, Jack, Scorpion, Sub-Zero you know like all these characters and it's just like you don't need that many characters you just need like a handful you know like the film I saw a review from someone and it was just like the film could have just been like the set like the, the characters from the original game set Liu Kang, Sonya, Johnny Cage, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Kano, did I say Kano already? Kano, and maybe like Goro and Shao Kahn or something, and like, boom, you've got it right there. 
And uh, I think that's pretty fair to say this. There's like so many characters, but they are apparently planning on doing a sequel, which I'm very interested in seeing because I did enjoy it. And I probably, it's sort of like a guilty pleasure, I guess you could say that I know it's not especially great, but I enjoyed watching it anyway because it is Mortal Kombat and seeing like fatalities in the game is it that on the game in the film is it's fantastic it's absolutely great um so yeah an enjoyable film but nothing especially great next um there's a big gap from mortal Kombat to the next film uh nearly a week in there and it was um rise of the planet of the apes i had not seen the uh, new planet of the apes trilogy um but I watched Rise of the Planet and it was fantastic. Truly, truly great. And this, is, this one with talented people alive. He just is fantastic. But like the, the talent that Andy Circus has is insane. He can, you know, all this mocap capture stuff he's doing. And like he's he's able to convey all these emotions with with minimal dialogue. Like, there's so little dialogue. It's insane. And uh, uh, James Franco was fine. Like he was very possible for this film, but I don't think the film wasn't. It was sort of about the relationship between you know James Franco and Lisa. Uh, but I uh, also felt that the film. <laughs> Really, it was, it, and the effects hold up considerably as well. Like it's, like I know it only came out like ten years ago, but still, the effects are great. And I don't understand how the like it's insane how like these effects still hold up and still you know look as good as they do. You know, it, on you know because some cause some effects made from film like a few years ago don't hold up. So I'm very impressed that these effects are all big. The like third act really well done too, with the um, look. I said, but you know, with the everything that occurs in like the Golden Gate Bridge and all the like just character moments and stuff we get from these films, it's just, just fantastic. It's great. If you haven't seen these new one of the eight films, you should go watch them because they're great. Then um. I concluded my Pixar rewatch with Toy Story, Onward, and Soul. Those are the next three films. Uh, Toy Story 4, I absolutely love. Um, I feel like the Hate It Gets is a bit on due. I think it's a very well written film because very well made because, you know, the Toy Story 1, 2, 3, that's Andy's story and that's concluded, but there's still Woody's story that they've got to complete and it just is fantastic. I think it works a lot. With the whole like Woody is sort of like he's just doing this. He's trying to help four people. He can't do anything else because he's he, you know he's trying to help other toys. Really like good, you know. So I've observed a lot during this, <clears throat> and I just think it's very well. Uh, Keanu Reeves is also in it, and he is great. And I, I love Keanu Reeves. And we've got Onward. Which I'm not the biggest fan of. I probably put it on the lower half of Pixar's film. It's not the greatest. There's definitely some problems with it that I have. I don't think the Chris Pratt character is especially great. I think he's kind of a bit like he's a bit too stupid and a bit too annoying of character. And like, what do you? I get the point they're trying to make. 
or what his character is meant to be, but I just it didn't work for me, honestly. Uh, but I thought, you know, I liked the whole like magic, you know, with all the magic this film has and how it sort of analyzes all that and the sort of idea that like you know his father died before he left on that and the message that I guess the film was trying to give. I also thought that was really nice. It, it it just wasn't especially honest with you. Uh, next is Soul, the final Pixar film for my Pixar rewatch. Luca came out. Um, so I really um quite enjoyed. I really really love Soul. I I think I put it in my top ten. I think of Pixar. I think so. I I think I did anyway. Um, it's a really, really just great, you know. You know, it's just a it's just really really good. It's just a really great film, honestly. Just like fantastic, and like it's um just you know, sorry, really great and um. I think Jamie Foxx gives a very great vocal performance. I think the film in general has really great vocal performance from everyone. And uh, it's really, like, just, is really, um, it's one of the more, like, sort of interesting sort of, uh, like, Pixar films that is really trying to um, make. What's the like? It's really trying to, in a, not innovative. Like that's not what I'm looking for. It's it's more of a like a film that it's 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 more of a like mind sort of ending, I guess type. Thing and sort of that it's going for a little bit more of a higher concept which I can understand which like I know people don't like that because they don't think Pixar should you know be trying to do that sort of thing they don't really like that but I think that's kind of that's kind of a bit and a bit of a boring, like, sort of opinion that Pixar should, like, Pixar's kind of been trying, doing these sort of more, sort of getting more and more high concept with their ideas, you know, like, respect for that, you know, because these are kids' films, but they can also be appreciated and enjoyed by adults, and I think that's the best, like, oh, that's the best thing that a kids' film should be able to do, is to appeal to kids and enjoy it and understood kids but to also be appreciated by adults well I think that you know what a kids film an animated a kids film should try to do uh then after that the day after that we watched Luca which I uh, enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot more than my family did I think I probably would have been the highest out of all of them if they were to do like a Pixar ranking with them all I really, really loved it. Not loved it. I quite enjoyed it. I quite liked it. One of, I think it's in my, one of my highest rated film. Like probably gonna, not, nah, probably gonna be in my top ten of the year. Maybe, 
not exactly sure. Who knows? Um, I thought it was really enjoyable. I thought that it was very, you know, very light, very sort of basic, simple film after Soul, uh, which I think is good that they, you know, didn't try to go, you know, full on like sort of high mental concept with it all. Because I think, like, you know, not all Pixar needs to sort of be doing that. But I thought it was a very enjoyable film. I thought, I thought the villain was a lot of fun. A bit over the top, but I like that they sort of... <clears throat> then I went to the cinema with my dad, and we saw A Quiet Place Part 2, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I thought it was just... Yeah, not as good as the first one. I think that's what most people agree, but it's it was a very enjoyable film, and I really quite... Yeah, I just really liked it. It was really great. Then uh, we then Raya and the Lost Dragon, which came out for Disney Plus because we didn't I didn't want we didn't want to pay like thirty dollars. Um, it's fine. It's like mid tier, middling, you know, and Disney animated films. I I I can't really think of the last time. And I guess was Moana really the last Disney film that I really loved. I'm trying to think. I think Moana might be the last like, Disney one that I truly, truly love. It's really weird because I love a bit. I like Disney. I like most of Disney's films. Sorry. But, like. Yeah, it's just really. I'm just looking at the big list of Disney films. Like the Disney animated films. I think it's like the last one that I truly, um, truly love. <laughs> it might be, yeah. Um, but it was a very enjoyable film. Um, not very, very, not very, it was, it was quite enjoyable. Fine. Probably won't watch it again. I thought Aqua Venus character was a bit annoying, honestly. This is someone who likes Aquafina. I didn't really care for her as a character in this film, honestly. <laughs> then we had Born uh, of the Planet of the Apes, which I thought was even better than Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I sort of went through all the all the major points about why I like Thought of the Planet of the Apes. I covered when I talked about Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So yeah, just what I said about that, basically. Watch <laughs> the same thing. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I really like it. It's probably good. And um, hopefully this month I'll watch War of the Planet of the Apes. And it could be maybe, just maybe, an elusive 10 out of 10 score. Ooh, maybe. Just maybe. Uh, then I watched, over the next couple of days, I watched the Jaws sequels, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and Jaws the Revenge. Uh, Jaws 2 was enjoyable. It's... The best of the sequels. That isn't a high bar, but it's it is the best of the sequels. Just um, I thought Roy Scheider was very um, Roy Scheider as Brody was very good, and I thought it's his sort of um character thing, the sort of like you know, is he going a bit mental? Is he really good, and I saw something where someone was talking about they should have tried to make it and edit it and make the film in a way where like we don't even know about the shark. Until like towards the end, sort of 
even as an audience, just questioning, bro. Like, we know the shark's gonna be there. But, like, what if, um, just, like, you know, but what if we were sort of in our mind, like, oh, maybe Brody is kind of going a little bit, you know, but, yeah, it's fine. Enjoyable film. I, I need to rewatch the first film, but, you know, enjoyable film. Uh, and then Jaws 3D. I don't really think there's much to say on it other than it sucks and it's absolutely crap. Um, it's just not good. I, I think anything that I can say about it has already been said, so what's the point? And that goes for Jaws The Revenge. They both are terrible films. Very poorly made. I'd probably watch Jaws 3D again, though. Like, if I had to watch one of the two, Jaws 3D is definitely the one I'd rather watch because I just think it's fun. Way more entertaining. It's really stupid. I quite enjoy it. The the see the three D effects is hysterically bad, and I'm sure if I watched it three D, it probably would look better. But Jaws: The Revenge is just like it's not even funny. It's just really stupid, and I just don't like it. So then, the next I watched the Raising Arizona, which was fantastic. Um, really, really good stuff. Really good. I'm, I'm a big Cohen's fan. Cohen Brothers fan, rather. And I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. And, you know, you put them together, and boom, like, it's it's just a really enjoyable, it was just a, it's a really great film, honestly. Rose Garrison is so great. Nicolas Cage is fantastic in it, you know. And, um, if you haven't seen it, it's basically Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter, I think, yeah, Holly Hunter. They're like a couple, and they can't have kids. They steal a kid on the town, and it's basically like a live action cartoon. Like, so I can, I'm certain that people probably don't like. That's like a reason why people probably, some people might not like it because they're like, oh, I don't like that thing. I totally get that, but honestly, I thought it was just really funny and quite enjoyable and then maybe mm, I mean I've only seen four Cohen Brothers films I've only seen Fargo, No Country of Old Men, The Big Lebowski and Raising Arizona but I would and I'd say Fargo is probably their best work and I've watched No Country of Old Men recently so maybe I might rewatch that and see how this again and seeing how it goes uh, yeah, no, it was really good. Then I watched Molly's Game, which, um, was really enjoyable. Sultan's directorial debut. I thought it was very good writing. Very good writing, very good directing from Aaron Sorkin. I also really enjoyed, um, Trial of the Chicago 7 that he directed last year, and I'm really interested to see what he does with, um, Beating the Ricardos, which comes out later this year sometime. Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba give two really good leading performances that are just really good in the film. And I think it's, um, yeah, a really, really good film. And I think it is in my top 10 of 2017. I think it is, yeah. It is a really good film and a very interesting film too. And I, and I like how it sort of gives you all these different perspectives in these. And, you know, and Michael Sarah is also in it. Oh, I'm a big, well, I'm a big Michael Sarah fan of. Uh, if you want to hear more of me talk about Michael Sarah, you can go listen to my super bad episode, which is like the second episode I ever did. So yeah, just go back and listen to that super bad episode, and um, you'll get more of my thoughts on Michael Sarah. Then I watched the first High School Musical, 
better than expected, but nothing especially great. Um, I thought the songs were all very good. Uh, Zach Efron's hair is disgusting. It, 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 his hair shouldn't, Zach Efron's hair should never look like that. It's just like, ugh. But, it was a pleasant surprise. Nothing great. Probably will rarely watch it. But, you know, an enjoyable film. Yeah. And I watched Nobody, uh, the Bob Odenkirk led Omanda. That is, at the current time, on my my favorite film of the year. I haven't seen a massive amount of films for this year, but I've got some like that I've got to watch. Uh, this was so much fun, and I appreciate it. It felt like sort of John Wick, I guess, some sort of action. Plus, I appreciated that it's like all real. Like, you can tell that he's actually doing that. And I and I appreciate that. That's the thing I appreciate in action films is you know you can actually see like people doing the action stuff. I thought it was really just enjoyable. Bob Odenkirk gave a really good performance in my mind. Um, I I did think a handful of times it was a bit too violent for violence sake. I felt that the the, the Beyond the Bob Odenkirk character, none of the characters were really, like, established like, up and established that well. But besides that, I thought it's absolutely fantastic. And it will be in my top 10 of the year. And I don't think, and I think it will probably still be in my top 10 of the year. <laughs> you know, in January. I am, and I'm actually just going to say that I will be doing a review of the year episode towards the end of this year. It might come out in January of next year, though. But basically, I will just get someone on and we'll just talk about, like, our favourite films of the year. Um, yeah. So I've got... Seven more... No, wait, two. Yeah, seven more films to talk about. I'm going to quickly breeze through these, so we, you know... And then I watched, um... Martin Scorsese's The Colour of Money. Um, it was mine, I... Pre- it's uh, it's uh, probably maybe his weakest film of his I've seen. I haven't seen a lot of Scorsese, but I'd probably put it as his weakest. It's either it's between that and Hugo for his weakest. You know, sort of pool and everything, and it is an enjoyable film, and I did quite like. It. I did like it, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Uh, Tom Cruise gives a really good performance, as does Paul Newman, who finally won his Oscar for this film. Really good, and yeah, just an enjoyable film. Then I watched Stagecoach, the nineteen thirty Stagecoach, the nineteen thirty nine John Ford film Stagecoach, which is I thought was really really good. I really enjoyed it. You know, I know there's some controversy about it because of you know how it portrays the um, Native Americans, you know, and everything. But I don't really think that that much. That's just my opinion. But it's just a, it was just a really fantastic film. The there's a really great scene towards the end of the film, which is like the big um action scene, and it's all like on the um and it's like on stagecoach, and it's just great, and there's you know it's like you know the main characters on the stagecoach and they're fighting, they're shooting at the Native Americans who are chasing them. And uh, there's a phenomenal stunt, which was Omar, which there was an homage to in Raiders of the Sark, where one of the characters, where a character, like, he's on a horse, and he drops down and he falls between 
you know, six horses and stagecoach, which they didn't. Yeah. It's an impressive stunt, very dangerous stunt, but very impressive. Um, and just, yeah, a really, really great film that you should go watch. I believe it's on Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime, so you just go on there and watch it. Or if not, you can probably find it on YouTube. Then uh, next was Spring, Summer, Autumn, Winter, and Spring. I'm not going to delve too much into this because I have an episode planned for that. Uh, so I'm not going to delve into that. So I've got an episode. Then, uh, but the Awesome Powers sequels, The Spy Who Shagged Me and In Gold Member. I never see, I think I've seen some of Who Shagged Me, but I don't think I've seen, and I've seen clips of both, but I haven't seen all of them. Um, really enjoyable films. In Gold Member is by far the weakest one, and The Spy Who Shagged Me. Like, probably goes like from worst to best of those in goal member, Spy Who Shat, a international man of mystery. That's just my opinion. A really funny, enjoyable film. Spike Myers is very funny, I thought. I thought the um, sort of the whole story and the sort of everything about that was just really good. And I just really enjoyed them. I just think they're very enjoyable, funny films. In goal member definitely is the weakest of the one because I felt. It tried to connect characters, which I'm not always, which I'm not the biggest fan of. When a story tries to like connect these two characters together, um, but it did have Michael Caine in there, who I'm a big fan of, and it had you know, a rendition of "It's a Hard Knock Life" from Annie, which was enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, and I do think the openings, I sort of um, <laughs> the opening um dance numbers from all the films are just very well choreographed and absolutely fantastic. And I just and I think Mike Myers as Austin Powers gives like really good comedic performances in the Austin Powers films. Uh second awesome now, nearly there. I watched Day of the Dead, the um third of the main of the Dead trilogy, which is Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. And then there's all the sequels. But Day of the Dead, and this is going to be controversial to say, but Day of the Dead is my favorite of three. I know, and I know people who disagree with me wholeheartedly, and we'll put it as the, as the weakest, but I don't know why I just like the whole sort of idea of them, like, training a zombie, I guess, like, the whole, like, you know, I, I just think it sort of worked in sort of the whole training of the zombie thing. <clears throat> it bit weird, but besides that, like, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it had probably my favourite characters of the, of the three films. I just think it was most interesting as well, with how it sort of wrapped up and everything. And yeah, it's just really good. So it was a really great film. And finally, the final film, which I just watched last night, Evil Dead 2. Uh, now, at the beginning of the year, the very first film I watched at the beginning of this year was The Evil Dead. That was the very first film I watched this year, and now I've watched Evil Dead 2, and I'll probably watch Army of Darkness soon. Um, Evil Dead 2 is... Uh, it's great. It's absolutely great. I know some people probably don't like it because it's got some, like, wonky visual effects and some wonky, like, really, like, claymation animation stuff, but, like, that, to me, adds to, like, the charm of it. And I really, like, I think it's fantastic. Bruce Campbell gives a 
fantastic performance in this film. Because I like the first evil, de- the first evil dead film, but I wasn't like blown away by it. But this was like, oh, this is great. And I will probably cover Army of Darkness in my next end of um next one video ep- ep- video episode. Uh, no, I just thought it was great. It was like genuine like tension and genuinely very scary. There's so much like blood and like aesthetics and all these kinds of amazing like visual elements. So good. And if you haven't seen the Evil Dead trilogy, I highly recommend you watch them and then go watch Ash vs. Evil Dead as well. After I finish all But yeah, Evil Dead 2. It's fantastic. So, that is the end of this week's episode uh, about the movies with me, with William Fletcher. Uh, that's what I watched this month. Uh, so follow this page on Instagram at Movies with William Fletcher. Uh, find that, like our Facebook page at Movies William Fletcher. Or follow me on Letterboxd at William F. And check us out on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or Overcast or wherever you want, really. And I will be hopefully getting all these um, getting this podcast on every podcast app. Uh, and the website will be launched. Again, I keep saying this hopefully very soon. Thank you all for listening, uh, and I will see you all in the next one.